Welcome to the Leadership Lab podcast, where we're developing the heart and soul of leaders. My name is Jeremiah. And I'm Bianca. And today I'm so excited about the conversation that we're going to have. So we're going to jump right in with our special guest. Let's go. Hey, we are so excited about today's episode because we have a special guest in the house. I am so excited. We have our kids pastor. Also, he is part of our media team, Johnny Dialba. Welcome to this episode. Yes, thank you so much. It's such an honor to be here. Thank you for having me here with you and talking all kinds of fun things today. I know you love leadership. You're the, like, you just consume leadership. We both have the same love for John Maxwell content, all the things. So I'm so excited to pick your brain, hear your heart on leadership. It's going to be such a good conversation. And uh, also, you guys need to know something about Johnny. He is hilarious. So I'm only I'm, on the weekends. Only only, on the weekends. <laughs> you're going to you're going to laugh in this episode. We're going to have a good time, but we're also going to get some practical ways to grow in our leadership and skills and using the tools that God has given us. And so I have some questions that we're going to ask you today. So just let just give us some wisdom today. So my question, my first question is when it comes to environment, how important is that? And and what kind of tips when it when you're creating an environment for our different dream teams and specifically for our kids as well? That's a good question. Um, The first thing is the physical environment. All right. When you look around kind of like at your house, if you ever been at your house and someone comes over and you're used to looking at your house all the time, but someone comes over in your house and they're like, Hey, why is that hot dog in the corner right right. there? Who put that hot dog? I'm like, my son, my son put that hot dog (laughs) in the corner. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I never noticed that. It's been there for a couple of weeks, I believe. No, so yeah, um, but that's, that's our, true. Though we got to look at our classrooms. If you have a, uh, if you're in the kids area, look at the classrooms. Like, yeah, look at the nursery. What What are some things in there that are not clean? Right, and right, right. So we got to clean things out. Make sure it's good. Uh, the doorknobs, everything, even the little smudge marks, mm. because when uh, parents come in, they want to look and they want to make sure that their kids feel safe in a nice, safe place. That's good. And the second thing is organized mm. and, and keep things organized because uh, a lot of times, especially in kids and the kids area, we get things that just kind of show up like people right. are like, I want to donate all my Lego blocks that all are right. half broken to the church. <laughs> and and they have good hearts. They have a wonderful, wonderful <laughs> heart about that. But we want to make sure that we, we go through things use things that we can see when we open up a drawer and mm. be like, yes, we could use that. And it keeps everything efficient, keeps things yes. running, running well. Mm. And so go through things, kind of Marie Kondo it, right? Uh, come on, somebody. <laughs> yes, that's good. That's good. And and then we can utilize everything that we have if we can see it. I love that. And so keeping it clean, because if, if it's not clean, what message is that saying to the parents? Yeah. It says that we, if we're, we, we don't even care or have a standard of excellence in our facilities, how are we going to be able to take care of your human being, your precious cargo that you love so much? So I love that. That's so good. And I just want to give a shout out to your team members because they are doing a fantastic job going in there. Because, I mean, over time, churches, they we start to collect stuff. We, we are a huge collector of things. We are we have the sin of hoarding yeah. in the church. Come on, <laughs> let's right. be real. We've got, and we've got to just say, hey, I'm going to take this time. We've got Andrea in there and she has, I've been seeing her every single week, shout out. And then Rachel's been helping her as well because Rachel has this gift of organization and staying on task. And so the two of them have been doing a fantastic job and kudos to you that you're 
equipping people, empowering people to go do the work of the ministry so that we can have an environment. And okay, so you talked about organization, you talked about, you know, making sure it's clean. That's important. But let's just be real. Our kids ministry looks amazing. Talk about that. (laughs) Uh, we have uh, worked with uh, an incredible company called Wacky World Studios, and they have they have a vision for kids' areas. And um, in the beginning, when we were looking at to redo our kids' area, I was thinking, oh, you know, I can go on Pinterest and I can look up all these things, and this would be cool if we did this. And that's a good thing sometimes. But there's people out there that they're like, this is my job. Mm. I will study this, and I will make it really good. Wow. And, um, they have. Mm-hmm. And so – Check out their website. You can see some of the amazing things they have done. Uh, Wacky World Studios. Big shout out to all of them because yes. they have uh, just completely changed our area. It's mm. You come in there, there's the murals on the wall that, that are eight feet high and the artwork right. that, that goes through uh, as you're walking through there. Yeah. And you just see the kids when you should see their faces. When you see mm. their faces. I wish we could the, film them. <laughs> film them walking in. People for the first time. That would be amazing. It's, it's uh they they come in, they're just like with the biggest smiles on their face. Mm. And we just I, I just love that. My heart melts. I'm just like, Yes. Oh, look at that. And it Go should amazing. be. Yes, yes. And we can stir that up in them and that opens up their little hearts, even the parents' hearts, yes. to what God wants to do next by just getting them excited about the day. If they're excited before they walk in, how excited are they going to be when they're actually in the services, in the classrooms? But what would you say, even, I, I know not just our dream teamers listen to this podcast. There are people, other churches, other pastors, and maybe they're, they're looking at it and the budget doesn't allow for Wacky World Studios just yet. You know, mm-hmm. I'm speaking that into existence for these churches. But if, if it's not there, what would you say, what can they start with today to create that environment in their kids' ministry or whatever ministry, it could be the cafe, it could be the youth ministry, whatever it is, what could they do today? One thing. One thing. The biggest thing is, is, uh, to make, to redo an area is lighting is really important. Come on, somebody. Um, get some of those cheap little LEDs yes. at Ikea or mm. on Amazon and just start putting those in different places. I you, love you, that. It starts adding splashes of color, mm. um, get some little bit of artwork on the wall. Mm. You don't have to spend a, a ton of money Mm-mm. to make a big difference. People, whenever you see something and you can see that people spend time on that, like, oh, they really care about kids here. Yes. So it doesn't take quite a, it doesn't take quite a lot of money to do that. So. Yeah, I've done, I've done kids ministry over the years in school hallways. Okay. <laughs> and we, we had to use, we had zero budget of like barely any budget and we were using PVC pipe and material. And we would just say, is there anybody in the church that can sew? And they would sew that thing and use their gifting to bless kids. And we just made it as fun clean as possible with what we had. So thank you for that. And I believe if we're faithful with what we've been given, too many people, too many churches, too many leaders are waiting for God to supply all of this extra. And he's saying, but you're not even being faithful with this right here. I'm not going to bless that. I'm not going to give you more if you don't use what I have given you first. Okay. So I think that that was so good. Thank you. Thank you for that wisdom. All right. I want to move on to the welcoming experience. When, when people walk in, you've kind of touched on that as well. What are some tips you do to make the whole welcoming experience a great experience, both for the kids, for the parents and for the, the, the dream teamers that are, are there that are, you know, welcoming the people. That's good. That's a really good uh, question because, um, before I would, um, before COVID, I would go up to kids and I'm like, give me five, try to hit my hand. Right. And it's like, here, take some COVID. No, we don't <laughs> want to spread COVID anymore. So, 
Um, so I, I've gotten rid of the COVID, uh, the COVID <laughs> handshake or the COVID <laughs> high five. <laughs> and um, so awesome. coming in on Sunday morning, prepared with questions, mm. like have your questions ready to go. Mm. Um, a big question to ask a kid to make them feel welcome is, um, is just saying, what's your favorite YouTube channel? You know, mm. let me tell you, kids, they love YouTube channels. They channel. sure do. <laughs> My kids do. <laughs> My kids do. And um, that, that opens up a big conversation. Or what's your favorite candy bar? Mm. And, and just asking kids questions. Be prepared with those questions in your heart. And you may repeat them throughout the day, right? And mm-hmm, you can, mm-hmm. But that's good because that's we're really getting to good. know people. We get to um, make them feel welcomed and encouraged to, to come to church. So. I would have never thought that, Johnny. Like, I mean, I love asking questions, and I, I try to practice that in my own life, just everyday life, asking questions all the time, asking myself questions, but asking others questions. But as a part of the welcoming experience, man, that's good. You, don't, you do not need skill. You do not need good looks. You do not need talent to implement that tip right there. And I'm just thinking right now, all of our dream team leaders apply this. I mean, I, I mean everybody, adults want to be asked. I want to answer what my favorite candy bar is. What's your favorite kit? Let me think. Hold on. Hold on. Because right now it's a debate in the household, whether it's fast break or take fives and I'm outnumbered. I'm outnumbered, but I just had a fast break last night and I was like, I don't know. I might be being converted, (laughs) but I I love them both right there. So if you've not had a take five or um, a fast break, I highly recommend them. I mean, they're definitely not good for you and you get zero nutrition from it, but (laughs) If you need happiness in a moment, there you go. Some What's your favorite there. candy bar? Let me. I've let never me. had the take five. I don't think I have. Okay. I could, be, I could be lying to myself deep down inside. But uh, my favorite candy bar has to be, oh, Carmelo. Carmelo. I don't think I've ever had oh, one. Okay, I'm going to go buy a Carmelo today. You need to go <laughs> buy a take five. Actually, if you could do me a favor, buy a take five and a fast break and you tell me which one's better. And that might be the tiebreaker. Hey, in the comments of this podcast, tell us what your favorite candy bar is because I would love to see. I might be not thinking about like a Carmelo. That's right. I don't think I've, have you, have you Hayden? Have you ever had a Carmelo? Have you had fast break or Uh, take five? five. Okay. So you've had to take five. That's with like the pretzel. Okay. All right. Carmelo's have caramel in the middle. Okay. So good. You say caramel? Caramel right in the middle. I say caramel. What is (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I say caramel. Anyway, okay, we're getting back to the content, but this See, was a this great is a Sunday. See? It's a Sunday morning starter. A, we're talking about Sunday this. It's a Sunday morning starter. We just had a whole conversation <laughs> for five minutes about candy bars, just because we asked questions. So thank you. Was there anything else you wanted to say about the welcoming experience? Because I have another question that I do want to ask you about. So yeah, uh, I don't think I want to say anything else about it, but. Um, yeah, just welcome kids. Have those questions ready. It's yes, that's awesome. That's awesome. So the last question I want to ask today, and it's crazy because my small group was just talking about this and how we want to take our kids on a missions trip one day. How do you combine those worlds? Because our church has a heart for missions. We not only look to what's in-house, but we know that there are people in this world that still haven't heard the gospel. You know, you have churches on every corner in the U.S. You don't have that in other countries. So we have a heart for missions. We love our missionaries. We support so many monthly, and that's our number one priority. Before we even start with our projects, we're sending money to our missionaries so that we can make sure that the gospel is moving forward. And so how do you combine those two worlds? Missions, this huge idea 
with kids. I mean, my son Kai was, he was, had his buddy barrel the other day. And Mm -hmm. it's just, that was beautiful to see and testify that my son is involved with missions. How do you do that? I mean, that's your vision right there playing out in real life with my son. Like this isn't just everybody being blessed. The pastor's kids are being blessed. Even Hayden, my daughter is being blessed by the youth ministry. So anyway, how do you combine those two worlds so that we can make sure that our kids are raised up in a missions hearted culture? That's good. Missions, uh, starting missions and uh, raising money for missions is, that's fantastic. And that's what we need to do. But the awesome thing about it is that um, it's discipleship mm-hmm. for our kids because they're first learning to, to pray for our missions, mm-hmm. for our missionaries uh, in, in the world. And they get that heart of compassion mm-hmm. inside them. And um, then they start, they start caring about the world and, and what's going on. Then they start to to give uh, mm. towards that. And it really starts to change a child's heart and they start to get that, um, like I can make a difference mm. in people's lives wow. that I may even never even see. Mm. And then they start to, they, they have a heart for the lost in their school areas. And it's just awesome to see when kids, um, they just have a have that heart and, to, and it starts in the kids' area it starts when they're brand new and they yes because kids when, right when they come out of the womb they don't say i want to go i want to share i'm ready to share i'm ready to go in coach <laughs> you better say that <laughs> they they're like mine yeah it's mine mine, mine. <laughs> and actually that's not enough i want yours 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 yes. because you're holding it not because i really want it but How because you're holding it <laughs> right hey they have one more they have one more skittle than me you know they kids know how to keep track yeah that's so good discipleship and you're, you're right, because God called us to train our children, yes. train them up in the way they should go, not just in the home, but even within the church. Discipleship is happening at home first, but then within the church, and we're helping them not be such selfish little humans. Yeah. Like, we all are. We I, are. I, God teaches me all the time, and I receive the discipline from the Lord. But I love that, you know, and, and that's why I encourage people to go on missions trips, get out of the country, go see how blessed we are because that gratitude really is transformational. And our kids go from life is all about me, what I want, my dreams, and it starts going to, you know what? I actually am more fulfilled when I'm helping other people, when I'm making a difference. Thank you so much for what you do and our kids, the blessing that you are, your team. You have such a great team of people pre-COVID, during COVID, like you have, you're, you're the master at recruiting and we didn't even get to get to that part. He's the master at recruiting. And so I just thank you for your leadership and all the sacrifice that you and your family make so that you can further the gospel and disciple our kids. Uh, you really make our church better. Well, I've enjoyed this conversation with you, Johnny. Thank you so much for blessing us with your wisdom. You have just really opened my heart and given me ideas, and I'm sure you as well. And if you have been blessed, we would be so grateful if you would like and share, maybe even comment, because we are so grateful for every listener, every watcher, and just joining in on this Leadership Lab conversation as we grow as leaders. Thanks again, and we hope you have a great day.